Hello, this is Carol A. Twal. Welcome to another episode of Transcending Mental Illness. How are you all doing? Um, I need to talk about something I probably talked about already, but I don't care. Uh, I need to talk about some redundant subjects, because they're important to me. And uh, if, they get, if they got buried underneath uh, from last year, I still want you guys to remember it. And I want to keep talking about it. Here's an opinion that I'm going to express that I feel very strongly about. When, when you don't have a reason to live, when you feel like no one cares about you, or when you even start to, God forbid, feel like you don't care anymore, I think you are going to lose your will to live. The movie, The, the Shawshank Redemption, um, I doubt if uh, those prisoners might have would have lasted too long if they hadn't had the hope and the inspiration to try to dig themselves out. They were fighters. Now I'm still not too clear how that story how that story concluded, but you get the point. Now I'm going to talk about myself a little bit. This cold has really been kicking my butt and clobbering me. I was coughing so hard, I was peeing my pants sometimes. Coughing so hard, I could hardly uh, move. Could hardly breathe. But that sounds worse than it is because I did see a healthcare provider last night and they said it's not as bad as it sounds. It's, your lungs are okay. You know, you're not, you don't have pneumonia, you don't need to go to the hospital and you tested negative for COVID. So thank God for that. But when you feel like, now I've been battle, battling this, when you feel like you have no right to be here, when you feel like no one cares about you, when you feel like you, you shouldn't even try to find out who cares anymore, when you keep obeying that, that phrase, who cares, who cares, over and over again, and you don't... Uh, and you don't add something like, well, people care, but I haven't met them yet. But then you've got the old tape, old negativity saying, well, why should you even try? You know, who's going to deal with you? Who's going to listen to you? Who's going to be with you? And God, whether it's the brain preempting more grief in this life, whether it's programming from our parents, whether it's just discouragement in general from people out there who would rather have us out of the way. I'm, I'm speaking about anybody who this happens to, who experiences this. You're going to lose your will to live after a while. And by the way, be safe to obey the law. I have to advise you, if you are feeling this way, call a crisis line. Call 988 if you're in the United States. And uh, call another crisis line in your country if you can find it. If you're on the internet right now, you, you can search crisis help. <coughs> I have to say that to obey the law. But um, I think one of the things missing sometimes in the mental health system is you don't get enough of an inspiration to live once you get out of the once you get out of that 72-hour involuntary hold when you're suicidal. 
We have to have a reason to go on. We do. All people feel that can feel that way. This morning, I woke up again, and I was still sick. I was still coughing and feeling very congested. And um, my girlfriend called me. And I said, I don't know when this is going to go away, do you? I feel so awful. It's been almost a whole week now, and <coughs> I still feel like I'm underwater and I'm fighting for my life. <coughs> and she said, Carol, just breathe. And I said, Dee, I don't, I don't feel like breathing. And she goes, there you go. That's dangerous. If you don't feel like breathing... Your body is going to shut down. If the doc doctors looked at, looked at you last night, you can breathe. You can still breathe even though it's uncomfortable, even though your, your larynx hurts, even though you lost half your voice. You can still breathe. Now breathe. Because I want, I want you here, Carol, even if you don't want you here, even if you learn not to want you here so much, from, from from that caretaker of yours telling telling you without having to say a word she didn't want you around and with plenty of people on the planet could care less unless they get their money their power just plain you out of the way out of their freaking way Jean Carol you're not in my way I love you I'm gonna fight for you so breathe and I breathed said, Carol, I want you here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm lucky to have her in my life. And I'm lucky to have my roommate. Lucky to have my mentor, Ani. I'm lucky to have three people, at least three humans, or three humans in my life that care about me. And we all deserve that. And we all need that. And when I say friends and people in our lives, I don't mean just just acquaintances and people that you know work with us or people that <coughs> that we see every day. I mean people who really give a damn whether we're dead or alive. <coughs> and if we don't have that, loneliness is still an illusion. I know some of us don't even believe in God. I'm still an agnostic. But I am forced to believe now in things I don't understand, in things I can't see or touch. And I'm forced to um, ask myself, how come scientists and healthcare providers, how come they don't study energy enough? And what makes our brains stay alive? Electricity. What makes our heart beat, hearts beat, electrical impulses? There is science to this. There is science to love. There is science to um, there is science to um, biochemistry, oxytocin and, and uh, dopamine. There is science to the, the 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 chemical that helps us look forward to things like dopamine. There's a science, you know. There is a science, even antidepressants. Uh, people developed 
antidepressants to stimulate dopamine or something. You know, ser serotonin. Um, I hope someday they make an antidepressant that, that gives you oxytocin, which helps you feel like you love pe you can love people. That makes you feel like you're safe. And we live in this dangerous world. Makes you, you know, get at least a few hours of feeling safe. I don't know. Maybe that's why people are drug addicts. You know, Valium. God. Um, Clonopin. It makes you feel like everything's okay. There is science to biochemistry. And if we can beat that, if we can unlock that, maybe we won't need all those drugs so much. Those tranquilizers. But what generates biochemistry like that is being able to care about each other. I don't care is dangerous. It makes you lose your will to live and it makes other people lose their will to live too. When you stop looking forward to things, you shut down. And when you stop feeling safe, you go and hide and you shut down. And you hate on the whole wide world. Especially, especially people who don't look like you. Love will save the world and will save our lives. And stop confusing that with romantic love. Because limerence and romantic love can become a mental illness if we use it the wrong way. When my aunt rescued me when I was a baby, I know when I was an adult it was not about me. It was not because she cared about me. It was because... She was mad at my father. She didn't want my father coming coming down and, 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 and getting me. Which was an understandable fear because God knows what might have happened then. But she didn't want me either. <coughs> it's the same thing. I didn't feel like breathing today because... Excuse me, I'm clearing my throat. <coughs> I didn't feel like breathing today because... I didn't feel like living, and I didn't feel like living because I didn't, I didn't think anyone cared. It didn't matter. But it mattered to her. Ladies and gentlemen, to save our lives, we have to believe in love again. We have to believe that we're still connected, and we're still connected to the planet, and we're still connected to the atmosphere, and we're still connected to the oceans, and we're still connected to the sun sunlight and the moon and each other and and stop it right now I can just hear you right now saying you're full of shit Carol bullshit listen to yourself listen to yourself right there when you say bullshit you're shutting down when you say bullshit that's preempting again you're getting defensive again why don't you just relax and let yourself have your feelings about what I just said? You know it's true. You wouldn't be getting so mad at me if you didn't care. You wouldn't be getting so pissed off at me. 
I accept that as love. You know why? Because you're feeling vulnerable and that's why you're yelling bullshit at me. Because I'm telling the truth. We have to go on and we need a reason to. Take care. I'm going to rest now. I'm glad I can still breathe. Thank you, Dee. I love you. Everybody, if you can't find someone to love, love yourself. That's where it starts. And if you can't love yourself, for God's sake, tolerate yourself and tolerate being here. Get in touch with your feelings. I know it hurts. I know you're mad. I know you're scared. I know you're sad. So am I. I'm telling you the truth. Jesus used to say all the time, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Well, I am now, too. Namaste.